Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the mountain dial, Jacob the Audio Guy. Man, I love that guy. Oh, man. He brings the sweet. Let's start off on a high note. Jacob went to a funeral. That's right. (laughs) I just got back in Vegas an hour and a half ago. Oh, geez. Two hours ago now. What happened, Jacob? Uh, My uncle died. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, it's a big shame. I do have... Good story from the funeral. That's all we want. Yep. Let's get past the negative stuff and move right to the juice of the matter. Here we go. So big big Episcopalian. uh, He he was very active in the Episcopal Church in in Baton Rouge. Uh, My aunt is the music director and organist. They're both very, uh, very active there. And so the funeral was there. and uh, Bishop was in for it, you know, all, all this big regalia and everything. Brought which, out the heavies, the yeah, heavyweights. Which I was really, uh, when I, I was telling, I was telling Matt before we before we got on the show, uh, when I wasn't just sitting there being sad, uh, I was just entranced by the the pomp and circumstance and everything. Because this and this is a, a very, uh, it's a hardcore Episcopal church. It's really, you know, just half a step away from being the the full on Catholic. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they did they. You know, everybody was there. All the uh, six six priests, I think, uh, and then the the bishop, a full choir. You know, they did the whole the whole thing, and uh, they had communion during during this. And so I'm oh, sitting there. Yeah. I'm sitting there next to my cousin, uh, who uh, the the daughter of, of the of the deceased, and um, she is now Catholic. She she has uh, left the Episcopal Church and joined the Catholic Church. Sure. And uh, which was kind of nice because she was guiding me as to what to do during the service, like stand up, turn this way, turn that way, uh, and then when everybody would kneel, you have I to would turn. Just, uh, they would they they did a couple of things where they they took the Bible into the I, I call it taking it into the house, like taking it down into the middle of the pews. I don't know. We're gonna I'm, bring this Bible in the house. I'm sure bring the Bible in the house. Yeah, there has boy. got to be an official boom, term boom, for boom, that. Boom, 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 boom. Bring that bubble, bring that bubble, bring that bubble, bring that bubble. Yeah, there's got to be an official term for that, and I have no idea what it is. I, I think that. the official term is bring the Bible in the house. Bring whatever, the Bible to the house! Whatever that term used to be, it's, it's over. <laughs> bring the Bible to the house is now what it's about. <laughs> but uh, you, So you're supposed to turn as the... Turn the away home. from the Bible? No, turn with it. You're supposed to, you're supposed to continue you facing follow it. it. Yeah, so like I was just oh, standing there. Oh, you turn your back on it? Right, so I was just standing there. It might bite you. Uh, please, no direct eye contact with the Bible, please. Yeah. Please, look away. No, you have to keep direct eye contact. Otherwise, it just comes for you. Oosh. Look at me, look at me. Don't look at me. The Bible It's, it's like the old red light, green light. <laughs> <laughs> look at me, look at me. Don't look at me. Don't no, look no, at no. me. Don't. Okay, now look. Now look. Now look. Now look but it was me. nice because she would grab Don't my elbow and like, it's my house. Come, come to my house. <laughs> Don't go to my house. She would, she would guide She would you. grab my elbow and like, physically just push me and be like you know turn that way turn this way and yeah. you know everybody else would kneel and i would just sit back down and that's you that's were all a fine. puppet absolutely uh so it comes time for communion and the priest gets up gives a very nice little uh, little speech says you know i know not everyone here is episcopalian and that's great um but you know everybody's welcome to come up and and do this 
and if you and you know said how to how to accept the the communion the the little wafer and the and the wine and do all of this stuff uh-huh. and uh and he said if you don't want to to do that uh, oh and he said and you can stand you can kneel you can do whatever you want and if you don't want to do that you can dance if you want to you can dance <laughs> he you said can, you can dance no <laughs> you can leave your faith behind <laughs> And he said, he said, like, do something like cross your arms over yourself. And uh, I was like, oh, good. There's there's an out for me. That's that's nice. I can still walk up there with everyone, and I don't have to like sit here and have my very religious family crawl over me. And you know, on top of them being sad about my my uncle passing, I'd be even they, more sad about they, you. They have to yeah. like we we well, now have to have a conversation. The one. Yeah, Jacob won't be joining him in heaven. Too right. bad. That's better get a good look at the casket. Yep. It's the last chance. <laughs> He's gone for good for you, pal. So I walk up there. I walk up there with my cousin. I and I, I stand, you know, I don't I don't kneel. I just stand there just being respectful. And the priest comes over to me and like offers the Here comes the wafer. What up? But you had your arms crossed. No. I didn't because oh, I was Jacob. Un, I was unclear on when Jacob, to cross them. Jacob so he knew the choreo. He just didn't know the entrance the timing. I didn't, I didn't have yeah. five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody counted him in. Nobody exactly. counted him in. He knew his choreo. <laughs> I, I knew it. If someone had just given me the beats, I would have had it. And cross and deny and right. don't eat the wafer and turn and And so next thing I know, <gasps> you're eating a wafer. I'm holding a wafer. Whoa. And I'm standing there with a no. the wafer in my hand. And? I'm like, well, what do I do with this now? Did you pocket I- it? Did you keister it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I have to poop. Oh. <laughs> no, so I ate the wafer. Oh. I got I got forced. I, I was I was accidentally oh. forced into communion. I'm sorry, Jeff. I, I did so uh, awkward. But then I but then I made it more awkward because then I crossed. I then crossed my arms because like I don't know what the fuck to do with this wafer now. And then I crossed my arms as the as the next guy is coming by with the wine. Yeah, and then he just gave me a weird look and walked past. Yeah. Oh, so just the wafer? Yeah. I'm, I'm just a, just the body. I'm a so, body man. So instead of coming across as an atheist, you came across as an alcoholic. I made it more awkward. This I, is came, AA. I came up afterwards, asked for a second one with a cup of salsa in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that first wafer was all right, but I think right. I got the answer. I got some uh, yeah. garlic hummus here. It's going to really put a little zing on it. It's going to be nice. <laughs> You know the first Episcopal church that puts garlic hummus on the menu is oh. gonna get big fast. It makes it oh, look yeah. like you know, like the back of a Triscuits box with all the different recipes. Like little... I'm making a pizza wafer out of mine. <laughs> Put a little toaster oven. Yeah, a little spice up your Christ. Spice up your Christ. You gotta fucking put it, put an unfitted olive on that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little freaked out. I was like, I don't know what to do with this now, and I'm holding this thing, and now I've got it, and I've got it. Uh, fuck it, I'll just eat it. Man, mm. I had to do. Would you like an Our Lord Derv? I was so surprised. <laughs> I, had, I was a. It was in the wedding party at a wedding I went to like a month ago. Mm. I guess I didn't talk about this on air, but yeah. So the same thing. Huge Catholic, huge Catholic oh, yeah. ceremony, and uh, I. Uh, same thing. I was told, you know, hey, if you're gonna go up there, just put the arms across the the chest. Just don't. Get up and do the walk. Just do the arms across the chest, and that felt so dramatic to me to yeah. put like your arms over your shoulders, like no. I'm, I'm, I'm hugging myself instead of letting God hug me, you know, <laughs> or like 
I'd sooner be dead than eat that thing. You know, is that's what it feels. There should be a much smaller gesture, but it has to be like, I'm dying. Right. It's straight up. That is straight up a Klingon. You have to do move. five jumping jacks. It's a total Klingon it's movie. It's a Klingon yeah. movie. Yeah. You cross total. your arms and I'm you turn an alien. your back. You cross your arms and you turn your back and you are excommunicated. <laughs> you are out of our tribe. Your name means nothing. But then a little while later, I was kind of after I sat back down because you know the family went up there first, and after I sat back down, I was kind of glad that I didn't do the arm cross thing because a couple of people did, <gasps> and they and got. What they Beat? got like a full on praying over? Oh no! In front, like up there instead of getting the way. Oh, you lucked out! Like oh. the priest reached over the altar and like put a <laughs> no, hand on him. No, 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 no. I was like, no, oh, that's so no, much no, worse. No. Yes, I'm, just, I'm so yeah, glad that, that I just ate the wafer. Yeah, just give me the wafer. Yeah, I'll take the wafer. I don't mind eating a wafer. Didn't that bother me. me. Mm. That that is weird, man. I was like, oh, that's uh, so much worse. I'm so glad that I misunderstood how to do that. It's all so gross. Man, they had a really depressing This American Life this weekend. Surprise! What? <laughs> Surprise! Spoiler I, alert! Also, Ladies and gentlemen, Paul, listen to NPR. Oh, now now we have the next half hour of the show. Uh, well, and also, This American Life is by like by far the most popular podcast. Yeah. More than... Oh, yeah. Is, you know, like when you, when you talk about Mark Maron and Adam Kroll and, and Joe Rogan and those people, that's all in the comedy category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you get out of comedy, This American Life... Depressing. Yeah. It's yeah. just... I mean, I like some of their stuff a lot. Yeah. But more and more, no, it's, it's just... No, it's, it's always gut-wrenching. Uh, oh, this was just the... Oh, it was so hard. Which No, but I mean, like, isn't that fascinating? That, like, the most popular thing that people want to listen yeah. to is not comedy. It's, well, I mean, that's the news. Yeah, no... The and, stuff that plays on the news is the sad, horrible, scary stuff. Right, and and that's also because it's, it's, it is exceptional as well, and same with This American Life. Exactly so right. Not, These are not, the big, standout, weird things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are always fat. I mean, for the most part, every every episode, episode I've listened to has been very fascinating. It's all fascinating. Yeah. It's great, but but it was just really sad. It was a whole just uh, thing about this guy who had gotten into this uh, cultish branch of the Mormon faith. Oh, uh, this set, this little splinter group, and they were just really bad news. The, the things they were asking him to do it got to a point where they were asking him not to let his kids play with toys, not to let his kids have any toys or play. What? Right. It was bananas. They were, the group was, it was scary. Like the whole thing was like, he got divorced from his wife because for years he was going out regularly a couple times a week with other members of the church to go intimidate other former members of the church to wreck their shit. And it was fucked up. I just watched on the, on the flight yesterday, I just watched a documentary about an ex Scientologist who had current Scientologists doing that to him? Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. I've seen that too. Yeah. And that's weird. the same. It's it. But he wasn't allowed to tell his wife what he was doing from Ooh. the church, and so that drove a riff, and they divorced, and he had five kids with her, and it was just a bad situation Holy all around. Holy shit! It, it just makes you go. Bleh. I mean, he Somebody got out of a it. Gang. He got out. Oh, it was worse than a gang because yeah. because when you go, hey man, uh, I don't like this. They go go pray more. That was it. You need to pray harder. Oh, man. It's gross. It's weird. Uh, but just made me really, 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 really sad. Go pray more. Yeah. You're not praying right. <laughs> you ain't praying right. <laughs> oh, you feeling good? You ain't praying right. Prayer gets that shit right out of there. If you've been praying right, you'd be all right. Oh, um. All right. All right. In the, uh, the wedding where we all do the arm cross thing. Yes. 
even that felt dramatic. So I, I gave like a I gave like a drive by arm crossing when I went up for mine. <laughs> it just was like, and eh, nah, I'm leaving. <laughs> I literally was like, just I'm not even going to yeah. look at you. Uh-huh. This is kind of weird. Um, but uh, just did a silent bob. The, wah, wah, wah. the entire uh, wedding Show party girls. on his end, yeah, was uh, secular. Oh, ah, so, so they like, were all doing the cross move. Six dudes doing the cross move. So Ooh. it looked really well choreographed. Yeah. It looked like we were like a like a like a swim team. <laughs> what's her name? That was like the, the budget. The what's, budget. The budget for uh, for wafers. You know, just the, was. What's that? Diving Beauty. What was her name? I don't know. Oh shit! It'll come to me. Know. It was like a Busby Berkeley movie. Exactly. Yeah. There was that starlet. I can't remember yeah. her name now, but she was the swimmer. Yeah. Yep. Hilarious. Uh, Synchronized swimming. Yeah. Synchronized communion dodging. So what were we saying? You getting phone calls, Paul? What were we saying? Man, I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> but just yesterday, I start getting uh, text messages and phone calls from this loan company. They're asking for people who aren't me, and they're talking about U.S. Bank, and I need to do this and this. My wife, of course, the super resourceful genius that she is. Yeah. Jumps on, does the search the and phone number say? thing. She does the search the phone number thing real quick. And she goes, yeah, it's a scam. Yeah. They ask you to send a couple hundred bucks to open up a loan, and it's just a scam. And I was like, okay, cool. But, I, you know, because I was – it's a little disconcerting. Yeah. You get a phone call about, hey, we got – we need your approval for the loan. Or even a text. It's like, we need your approval for the loan. Da-da-da-da-da. Here's yeah. the, it's like, what? How? When? So – now I wish that's how loans worked. I'm still getting phone calls. Exactly, yeah. I'm still getting phone calls, <laughs> and I've just flipped the you script. Want this alone? <laughs> I've just flipped the script, and uh, I'm just get, getting crazy on them. Good. So as soon as they call, like last night, as I'm driving along, I get a call, and uh, and it says, and I said, hello, and said, hello, I'm looking for blankety blank. And I go, you're looking for trouble if you call this fucking number again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and click, you know, gone. <laughs> Just driving in today, just yeah. minutes ago, I get a phone call. I'm like, hello, yes, this is U.S. Bank. And, blah, blah, blah. and I go, I don't know how you fucks got this number, but you call it again, you're getting hunted down like a dog. <laughs> and just, <laughs> Click. <laughs> so I'm having fun. I wish you could record these. I do too. Well, they're out there somewhere, I'm sure. Quality control. Uh, <laughs> I, I got the same call, not from U.S. Bank though, but it was... Uh, uh, this it was a scam saying uh, that I had been audited, had like been found to owe all of this money, had not paid it, and now there were warrants out for my arrest oh, from the IRS. Wow. <laughs> and, and we know that that's not possible. And yeah, absolutely. And Except I in could the case either of Al Capone. I, I could either and and they give me, and then they then they give me the choice. Like so, <laughs> would you rather go to court and fight the IRS in court? Or would you rather settle this right now? Holy shit! They're talking to you on the phone with this. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. And I was, uh, and I mean, like, it was one of those things. You know, ten seconds into it, I was like, oh, this is a fucking scam. Right. Like, like, I've never been audited, but I've had a lot of friends that have been audited. I know how audits work. They don't just happen unbeknownst to you. But can you imagine if you're like eighty or ninety years old? And that's exactly it. And you and you don't. You're just done, and yeah. you get this fucking call. How would you know? Like you oh, owe $32,000 or you can settle right now for $175. Oh, these fucking man, I people. I depressing stories where like they, you know, uh, their their parents pass away or something like that, you know, yeah. and then they take over and they find out that their parents owned like six timeshares. Right. Or something like towards the end terrible? of their life. And it just breaks your heart. Yeah. They're just getting talked these out of everything. fucking monsters. Yeah. 
Uh, it's definitely scam season. Tis the season to get scammed right before the big shopping days and stuff like that. Is that, that when it starts to well, pop off? Well, they know off? everyone's saving up a bunch of money. They're all about so to spend a bunch money. of money that they don't normally spend. So people people aren't people aren't as on top of every every dime they have, and they're also nervous about money. Interesting. So it's a big, big, big scam season. Well, keep calling me, you fucks. You're gonna get a mouthful every time. <laughs> uh, my uh, my biggest response on text and phone for for when I when those those phone calls happen. What are you wearing? That's a good one. That's what I always say back. What are you wearing? I like that. And then uh, if they stay on the phone for one more line, I tell them how attractive their voice sounds. Oh, that's, good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. They usually don't stay. I, I have no third yeah. line. No, that's it. Because it's click. <laughs> it's click, man. It's You've click never made time. it past number two. <laughs> no. It's click time. I'm just I'm just venting my rage. I'm just yeah. I'm just getting ragey with them. Good. Get but, ragey uh, with them. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, what I did was I started asking the other guy questions. Oh, I just I just started asking all these questions because like you, you know it popped up on my caller ID that it was from like somewhere outside of Seattle I think yeah, yeah. and I was like wait where are you calling me from so like, I'm calling you from the IRS in uh, Washington DC and <laughs> you know it, like something went off in my head then I was like wait I don't think the IRS offices are in Washington DC I think yeah. they're actually in Arlington yep um, but I wasn't sure about that so I was like well wait so they're you're in calling- the cemetery I was like so you're call- yeah exactly. <laughs> I was like, you're calling me from Washington, D.C. He said, yes, sir. That's what I'm calling from Washington, D.C. Now, what do you want to do about this? I said, no, but my caller ID says you're in Washington State. Uh, no, sir, I'm in. I'm at the IRS office in Washington, D.C. So wait, does the IRS use like a bounce, uh, a bounce number thing so it shows up <laughs> from somewhere else? Uh, I, I don't know, sir. I don't know anything. Yeah, so I just started right. asking him all these questions. He yeah. finally hung up on me. Good. 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 Uh, fuck you, people. Yeah, next time I'm going to ask him what he's wearing. Fuck you, scammers. And I know it sucks if you end up stuck in one of those call centers. But if you figure out that you are working for a shitty thing, leave. Or call in, and we will have you call in during the show. (laughs) (laughs) One or the other. You have two choices. Right. You can send us your horrible oh, call is centers. You, you can fight us stories. in court. You can, you can fight us in, in the U.S. Supreme Court. Oh. <laughs> or you can settle right now for $8. I told a story on Penn Sunday School, and I kind of, I don't want to necessarily rehash it here, but I, as soon as I told it, I was like, oh, I wish I told this on Ice Cream Social instead of <laughs> Penn Sunday School, because uh, I was I was uh, Santa Claus at, a, at an event with Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. Oh, how did it go? Uh, it was fine. It was fun. It was fun. Did you, you know? see Brit? Yes, very <gasps> briefly. Okay. It was one of those things where like, we're told right before she comes in, no one make eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as Penn immediately clarified, and I said, "It's like I don't think that's her policy. Probably no, not. No, it's probably her parents' policy because <laughs> yeah. they know she'll fuck anything that moves." <laughs> well, I was curious if she eye had contact like a, on your dick. It was very much planned out. Where I, again, I don't think she did this. Someone overthinking was like, "Okay, well, if Santa come out with the elves, then we'll get them off stage. Then the elves without Santa will bring out the giant light switch for the tree lighting for Brittany." But it was like no Santa and Britney would be on the stage at the same time. So I was not going to be near Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they set up two black curtain areas behind the stage. It's an outdoor spot, you know, so it's just it's right in the middle of the link, the open mall. Right. And so, but I'm kept in the square, the black curtain square with the kids choir and the kids dance team uh-huh. and not allowed in the black square where Britney, where Britney had, sure. you know, and, um, so she enters like with she's walking, but with like an entourage. You know, she's got like uh, you know some assistants and, and a bodyguard guy. Sure, um, smiling, super nice. Oh yeah, 
you know, and uh, and I do when I see her, I go like, fame, fame. Look at this famous person. You know, no matter how much I want to joke about it, just was like, whoa, it's she's, overwhelming. I'm yeah, sure she's a superstar. She's got that, she's got that uh, which is weird radiance. I don't own, you know, I don't, I don't even. You but know, you geek out on that. I, but yeah. that's. I mean, that's, that's what being a superstar is, right? Like, I don't know anything about her. Sure. No, she has she has a global appeal, and you've seen her image probably once a day for the last 20 years. Right. Right. That's impactful. And <laughs> and that's just on my... And that's just me masturbating the, the image I keep of her on my phone. Right. Not to mention just what's out there in the wild. Yeah. The stuff you just pop across seeing Britney Spears. Yeah. Well, that I never look same, up on my phone, but yeah. That same one picture of her from the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> M O U S E. Oh, um. <laughs> I've met her a couple of times, but she's she's very sweet. I'll bet. I, I I can't imagine her being like, yeah, don't let this, don't let these guys look at me. No eye contact. Yeah. Well, I was curious about the no Santa thing. Like, why was like not kept in like the? I was because she was dressed up like Santa. I was the only adult. No, she wasn't. She was dressed up like a superstar person. Oh. Uh she's like a hot little top and she was wearing a christina pants. aguilera mask <laughs> for the halloween holidays okay. <laughs> right uh, that'd be so weird oh is it not halloween anymore no no it came I out as christina aguilera um how awesome would it be if she just got mixed up in what holiday it was you know and again like she came out as a witch <laughs> it comes out like all, all in green with a little yeah. shamrock what a sh- <laughs> as a shamrock witch oh a leprechaun <laughs> yeah, a leprechaun <laughs> But I'm the I'm the only adult in the kids area, and then all the adults are in the other area. So I kind of give a look into the other curtain area, like maybe I should not be by myself sitting here. I should just I'm, I'm a mature person. And I've been around stars before. I can be in a curtain, I can be in a black curtained area, you know, kind of thing. But as I'm just kind of like looking in to see if someone, you know, just gonna give me like a little wave in or something, one of her assistants goes around like the back end, like so that I can't be seen by them. Uh huh. And then they just walk over to the curtain area and pitch it closed. So you were, you couldn't even ah, look anymore. So like I couldn't even look in anymore. So then I'm by myself in this black curtain area while some kids dance team is dancing waiting for Brittany's thing next. And some drunk stumbles right into the black curtain area. Ooh. Oh. And he's given a little like I think I mean I think I think he knows exactly what's going on. Sure. And he's trying to pretend like he doesn't. So he goes like, "Oh, I'm just trying to cut through. Can I cut through here? I'm just." And he's holding like a, a, a one of those yards of half drank beers, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and he's going to go through, but for some reason the staff is at I guess either in the Britney Spears area or watching or, or by the stage where the kids are dancing. So you're, they've all, all been, they've you're, all been assigned to keep Santa from her. You are all that stands between this drunk dude and Britney Spears. Yes. And I'm dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah. So the only person keeping this Britney Spears safe from this drunk is a Santa. Mm-hmm. The fat bearded red line. And he's trying to give me the whole like a very confident con man. Like, I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, not finish the sentences. Like, yeah, I'm just going to, I just got to get through. I just got to go. I just got to, you know, I'm just going to. And I'm going like, whoa. <laughs> like put my hands up like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. Uh, <laughs> you're about to get a lump of coal, motherfucker. And then finally I hold him up and then staff comes racing in after Great. Get him out of Good, they got it. Now let me ask you this, Matt. Yeah. If he had been dressed in black and carrying a ladder, would you have thought would you have thought anything of it? No, I would not have stopped. Exactly. Absolutely not. I would not have stopped. Dress in black, carry a ladder, you can go anywhere you want. Figure it out, guys. Jacob's yeah. tip. Don't wear shorts, be drunk. <laughs> 
and then your red face go like, I just try to get I, through. I, I, went, just, wanna, uh, I just need to go over there. Bleh, I just need bleh, to vomit bleh, on Britney bleh, Spears. Bleh. Oh, barf. Uh, barf. But the, uh, the, the funniest, the best part of my day was that Britney Spears had a bodyguard. And this guy was like a very, uh, 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 it, it basically like an, by the end of the story, I would, I would not, I would no longer think this. But watching him when he first entered, I was like, this guy must be a former like Navy SEAL. He's kind of like almost like you can see that he's made of muscle, but he's very like not necessarily too tall, very plain looking. Yeah. But like you know, he's he is moving about, and and then he insists on like, there's, there's just two curtain, two black curtain squares and a stage. That's all we got, <laughs> you know. And because this this is like a temporary stage set up outside. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Around around a, around a big giant tree right. in the middle of a mall, outdoor mall. A very fancy, very nice one, by the way. Mm. Good job at the lake. And uh, just starts tearing through the curtains, you know, just trying to go. And he won't go through like the curtain areas that are where that are the door areas, the slits that are set up for us to enter and exit these places where they thought we should. He's going through places that are pinned closed and like lifting them up and going (laughs) through. And he's just just to check. Yeah. Just marching every single just doing a quick perimeter sweep of the whole damn area, you know? Yeah. And then uh, Brittany goes out. And then uh, there is a slit in the curtain in my square where I can see the stage. So I get to look at Brittany all I want. So take that personal assistance. There you go. I get to look at her in her tight ass and those little pants. Perfect. And I got to watch her. I had the best view of her butt. Be the superstar that she is. And everybody. superstar yeah. butt. I saw her superstar ass better than anyone. Fantastic. Take that assistance. Did, did you notice being that close, uh, the stubby arm thing going on? The, uh, I did not. Okay. She got stubby arms. I think on <laughs> maybe it's, it's on video. No, I mean we definitely hold people. <laughs> I'm being terrible. No, 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 that's fine. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> she's adorable. She's fine. She's she, not going right, to listen right. to this podcast. No, and she's making that bank. She's got enough money to wipe any tears that you cause for her stubby arm <laughs> complaint away. I, I, I like her stubby arms. She is beautiful in person. I bet. I bet she's enchanting. No, and like you know, she recently did a sh- she did she she did she's doing a run on uh, Jane the Virgin on CW. Oh, and so she's seeing her on camera chops up again. Yeah, and seeing her on camera, it looks like maybe she might have she may have gotten a few things done as she's aging. Oh. And I'm not sure uh, in person. I can't could, tell. No, and so on camera, we 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 we're, we're much more cruel in assessing people's looks on camera. Always are. It's true. Um, well, people look worse. Myself. People look worse on camera. It's hard. The camera. Uh, Camera's a cruel bitch. You look worse bitch. in HD than you do in regular yeah. life. No, yeah. Your eye is not HD. Right. Um, so, uh, no, she's stunning. She was she was stunning. But uh, coming back after she does the big light switch, I think it's funny. Like She's so famous that she didn't have to sing or like meet anyone. She just came out on stage. They hit her mic and she said something like, Merry Christmas. I, I, yeah, I have no idea what she said. And the crowd yeah. just went wild. I mean, crazy. She probably said Bapta She probably could have said Bapta Ba. And the crowd just went like, You know what? You're famous. You're so fucking famous. We love you. Bapta Ba would be trending on Twitter right now. Bring the book to the house. Bring that Bob to the house. Bring that book to the house. Bapta Ba. Um... Uh, and the crowd just went nuts. And then uh, was it a pretty big crowd? Yeah. And I'll tell you, I don't know who had a harder time exiting, Britney Spears or Santa Claus. Oh, I'll tell you that much right now. Because it was a long walk like, back to the costume area. All the kids are like, "Hey, hey, hey, yeah. hey, 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 BB gun." Yeah, yeah. 
And, and, and you don't want to say no either. You want to be like, sorry, kid, I got to get changed. Lock go. nine. Fuck I, off. I got to yeah. drive my car for Uber tonight. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Have you been still doing that? Yeah. How's it going? It's fine. It's silly. Making some money? No. <laughs> it's just for something to occupy you, your time for a little bit. For those of you that could not see that Keep reaction, from, which is everyone but me and Paul, yeah. Matt just nodded and said, no. <laughs> no, I'm sure not. No, I'm not making that much money. Right. Really, yeah. No, of course not. There's, uh, it's, 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 a slow, it's a slow tourism time, obviously, right now. Like, yeah. It's about to pick up for Thanksgiving, so yes. this week will probably be better. Um, when I went to register for Uber, there's maybe like 20 drivers there in the, in, the, in the half hour that I was there. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of people picking up. Yeah, yeah. It, for example, stick. like two months ago, a friend of mine started driving for Uber, and if you sign up for him, the referral rate for him to get a new driver signed up was 250 bucks. That guy would be 250 bucks if you sign up a new driver. If I sign up a new driver, $10. I get $10. <laughs> I get $10. Uh, wow. So the supply and demand thing on. is kind of <clears throat> and there, there's a there's a cab thing going on here now right like the ha- cabs just hired a ton of new cabs they're trying to out uber the ubers oh i'll tell you why that's dumb it's all dumb it's gonna backfire oh wait i wait i gotta finish with the britney spears story yes Not, it's you, her bodyguard story i shouldn't say it's her, her story. Oh, okay so the bodyguard i had, thought he was like a navy seal and then and then uh um, after she flips the switch uh, he comes raring through the curtain and really loses. I mean, the curtain just had its way with him. The curtain, the curtain just took him apart. He fell. He was all over the place. He was <laughs> like, he looked like a drunk being held back by his friends, but his friends were the curtain. You know, like he was just couldn't yes. get his fucking arms out of it. Just give me, give me out of him. Let me out of him. Let me out of him. Give me out of this fucking curtain. Just could not. Curtains can be a tough thing. Yeah, well, that guy figured that out. <laughs> I fought the curtain and the curtain won. The last day of training for Navy SEALs is curtain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to get through that curtain. You all have done your time. <laughs> you have shown me great resilience in the face of enemy fire. You have held your breath for upwards of six minutes. You've been able to walk across burning coals, shattered glass, and stomp on the face of your mother. You'd eat piss and drink shit if I asked you to. That's right. Frozen pee and liquefied turds. I'm listening. Tonight, boys. I'm interested. Tonight is your final night. And what you see before you, well, let me just show you. Pull back the curtain. Yep, that's right. It's another curtain. This is your final challenge. Give me more frozen piss. Sorry, Rodriguez. <laughs> You'd like that dan- dandy waltz, wouldn't you? But no, you're going to have to face your fears. Get up on that stage and show that curtain who's boss. You'd like that dandy waltz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, he is no Navy SEAL. He is no. He is a model. <laughs> he was a model that took four karate classes. <laughs> well, he's probably a security guard from Planet Hollywood that they just hired to come over with him. Oh, that's probably it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a thing in his ear. It was It was a banana. It was a banana. Because I was like, it was a banana. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was big. It was big. It was yellow. <laughs> and he couldn't hear me, no matter what I said to him, because he had a banana. I'm sorry, I got a banana in my ear. <laughs> Who has yet to come up with a Bluetooth that looks like a banana? I don't know. Right? 
It's a a little banana Bluetooth? I would love it. Well, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> hear you. I've got a banana man. That'd be the only person walking around with a Bluetooth in their head that wouldn't go asshole automatically. <laughs> I go, like, okay, he's got okay he's got banana. A, he's got right? a sense of humor. He has a little sense of humor about it. I can to a man. You can go yeah. asshole. Yeah. Walk around with a Bluetooth asshole. Yeah. Forget it. Or crazy um, or both. Yeah. I just had. No, I didn't know who he was communicating with. <laughs> the mothership. There was no one else around. Like, he was the only guy. Maybe it's Britney's parents. Yeah. Maybe. Just sitting back at their hotel room eating popcorn, watch everything via like. Oh, I don't like, think they sit back and eat popcorn. I think they're on her like a hawk. Yeah, yeah. They, well, they, they weren't there. They sleep in shifts, yeah. just watching her. I mean, she's a thirty-four-year-old woman. Yeah, who's got still, I think, court-ordered control of by her father oh, or something like that. Uh, it's like, been a while since I've done my research about Jamie Spears, but uh, I think that's her father's name, right? Is it? I think that's her sister. Her sister's name, name is Jamie, uh, but that wouldn't surprise me I don't if know. she's out named after her dad. I'm 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 done doing internet research about the Spears family. <laughs> Never you know, again. They're they're incredibly quaint compared to the Kardashians, though. At this point, yeah. No, and, and you know what? It's fine. She she's she just signed an extension. She's doing more shows here in town. Good for her. She's gonna do another whatever. She's gonna do a duet years. with Lionel Richie when he comes to yes. play Hollywood. Yes, cool. And also, she came to do the fucking tree light. Which is really cool. She's a real stand-up gal. Yeah. That's fine. I'm fine with her now. Uh, James Spears. James. Yeah, uh, they, they do so call Lynn, him James. Lynn Jamie. and James. Yeah. And her daughter is Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And, and Jacob, she's a Louisiana gal, isn't she? She is. Do you guys I, have Louisiana pride in Britney Spears? I, I have no idea. Uh, I, I mean, when I, growing up, I mean, I, I knew her. I met her a few times growing up when we were both kids. Because like, we, we would be in honor choirs and that kind of thing together. Okay. Yeah, you hit that. Uh, uh, just just a few times. <laughs> Wait, we're still talking about her dad, right? <laughs> you wanted that career. That's right. <laughs> Come here, Jamie. Who's getting speared now? <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one who started calling him Jamie. Jacob Spears, Jamie Spears. <laughs> Turning you into a fucking shish kebab tonight. <laughs> oh man. Oh, by the way, this is our uh, well. Here's here's the here's the good news about our, our being Patreon backed, right? Uh, what? There's no bad news. Yeah, there's no bad news. Here's but the, more. But the good really news. good news is we're doing two episodes this week. Yep. In the past, we would have probably done one, knowing that it'd be a slow download week because of Thanksgiving. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Right. Right. And we did this last year. I think on one of the holidays, we just put out one because we, we wanted did. to keep we... our per episode numbers right. up. Numbers up. In case we wanted ads. That's right. right. But now we're like... We don't give a fuck about ads. No. That's right. And so we're putting on our two regular episodes. You guys have been so generous and awesome. Thank you. The Patreon keeps climbing up there. We're getting dangerously close to where we're going to have to do more shows every week. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Which very is, and then that's we're just the t-shirt sales away because we've, we've sold... You know, we're selling, of course, the one-of-a-kind, your own scoop head, unique t-shirt, your one-of-a-kind artwork from Ace Munz, our artist. You get your t-shirt with your face as an ice cream scoop head on a t-shirt. And we've sold, I think, 14 of those, Jacob? Are you on the site there? Uh, I am, but I, I don't have. I'm not signed into it, so I can't, I can't see how many. Oh, we're dick. just we're just under four hundred dollars away. Yeah. From, uh, yeah. Having to do more shit. Having to do more shows. 
and we still have shit to do. Uh, so we're getting on it. Yes. So I just thank uh, you for your patience. Thank you for your patience. So <laughs> we're finally got the stickers thing. So we finally found the person that's going to make it. You know, first we had to get a bank account and figure out how we do expenses and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So we've had first to become we had a to business. Learn money. We've had to become a business. We've which, learned money, yeah, which had a bigger learning curve for us than we thought. It was. <laughs> But it's um, great. But it's fine. We're loving it. Uh, for and, we, now. and we got our shit together, at least uh, more yeah. so now. And mm-hmm. now we have a sticker source. And now we have to now just because we're not, we realize that it would be dumb to just print one sticker per month. We should mm-hmm. print a bunch of stickers. Just get them all right, in one and big get them order. all done. And so now we're getting all the designs made. So we have our first design. We already know. We're not selling it yet. We already know what the first month sticker is. All the people that, oh, we, we already know. We owe you for October. We have October sticker. It's coming. Now we just got to select uh, about six more. And then we're going to get them all printed up for you guys. Sweet. Our first order of stickers, and you will get all your stickers. Uh, and then we—if uh, I wasn't moving this week, we'd be doing both the high five challenge and our eating videos. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll, we get those done in early December, and of course, we'll get everything shipped to you. So the t-shirts and the stickers and everything will be coming, of course, in December because that is a holiday month, and we know you want to get shit uh, for the holidays. Okay. Um, and yeah, we already have our t-shirt people all lined up and ready to go, so we're set there. Um, yeah. So thank you, thank you, Patreon backers. If you want to be on our Hall of Fame. Or help back the show of the show. If someone said, I'm spending $10 a month to watch stuff on Netflix. And I never watched stuff on Netflix. So I decided I'd give you guys $10 a month. So I know I'm getting 12 hours. <laughs> right. I dedicate 12 hours to you guys Actually every listening month. listening to us, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank so you. So if we are worth, worth more than $0 to you. This is our constant plea. It, are you talking to me or are you talking to them? We're uh, talking to you, Jacob. Oh. I'm talking to you, Jacob. Uh, you're, we're you're not, not. Are we even recording? No. Um, uh, go to patreon.com <laughs> slash heyscoops. 10 years ago, that's what this show would have been. <laughs> Us just hanging around, uh, talking to each other, and even for growing our audience, we, <laughs> no, have, our, guess, Jay. we have our first uh, advertising. Uh, yes, uh, uh, working on uh, getting some advertising stuff happening yeah, soon, yeah. which so. could be very exciting. Hopefully, that will. We should uh, say not not reading advertising on here, no. but us being advertised on other on yeah, other venues. Yeah, yes. we're Patreon right now. We're just going yeah. to other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we want to grow our grow our listenership. Obelisk, right. uh, we want to expand our obelisk scheme. Speaking of obelisk scheme, yes, obelisk, and it is Thanksgiving. Yeah, this is our second. I I I was thinking all morning if I can come up with something more interesting than last year's challenge, and I think the answer is no. I don't think so. I was trying to strain my brain a little too. You were right. Yeah. I just don't think there was anything funnier than what we did last year, which was said totally by accident, but it was funny. Yeah. The Kokomo Challenge. The Kokomo Challenge. Right. And Ryer was the one that took us up on it and sent in a video, right? Yes. And that's yeah. what I was going to say is that we want more either audio or video <laughs> evidence. So uh, last for, for any new listeners, last year at Thanksgiving, we challenged people who, were, who had to say grace but didn't want to to start saying the lyrics to the Beach Boys song Kokomo. The trick is to stay away from the word Kokomo for as long as you can. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. the dead giveaway. Yeah. But if you, st- <laughs> if you find a, a good like place. Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, Pretty Mama. Come on, Pretty Mama. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you get to Pretty Mama, you're kind of you're yeah, out of it, too. You're getting there. You're getting there. No, but the lyrics start way earlier than that. You can get yeah. away with it. The lyrics really do sound like you're saying something significant. Off the, flo- off the Florida Keys. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, There's a place called Kokomo. the lyrics to Kokomo. <laughs> I'm working on it. Because um, it starts off very. That's where you want to go to get away nice. from it all. Yeah, yeah it's where you want to go. Get away from it all. Afternoon delight, cocktails <laughs> and moonlit nights. That dreamy look in your eye. Give me a tropical contact high. Everyone, please bow your heads. Aruba, Jamaica. Oh, I want to take you. <laughs> Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego. Montego. Baby, why, why don't, don't we go? go? Jamaica. 
off the Florida Keys, there's a place called Kokomo. That's right. <laughs> Amen. 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 Eat up. There is, there is a second challenge. Thanks for the grub. What, what do you think of this challenge, too, well, yeah. uh, for, okay. for a prayer challenge? What about just Gangster's Paradise? Been living most of our lives. <laughs> as I walk through the valley, I yes. look. I, as I walk through verse. the valley of the shadow, shadow of death, death, I took a look at my life and realized there's nothing left. Because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. That right there, that would be the end of your... And your mother would be like, <laughs> and yes, she does, you crazy. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. But, so wait, is, I like where you're going with mom, this. I think, I think the mama part is uh, Amish paradise. I think... Oh, no, no, never, never mind. No, 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 no. Yeah, it is, there that's is Ezekiel. That's in there. Um, I, uh, oh, you had yeah. Ezekiel things. That's Amish Paradise. Yeah. That's right. I will, uh, yeah, I, I like where this is going, Jacob. We'll open it. If you can do a song, any, any song. song. Yeah. How about yeah. just any song that any you can Any song convert- you know the lyrics to, if it starts off in a way that seems like you're saying something real nice. Right. Uh, you know which one I, I would say? Uh, Motley Crue's Home Sweet Home, you might be able to get away with. <laughs> Home sweet home would be a good one. Home sweet home will actually probably bring your whole table to tears. I was gonna say I could easily get away with doing my hometown by Springsteen. All right, so oh, here, yeah. here we go. Here I, we go. Home I get through the whole lyrics, and people wouldn't find it ironic at all. Not at they all. Would just no. be, my whole family would just be content for me to do my so, hometown by Springsteen. Well, that's the thing is, your family would know what it was, and they would still be okay with it. They'd yeah. Probably, I'll just sing my hometown. Yeah. Right. Let us uh, bow our heads, yeah. and uh, Jacob, please lead us in uh, <laughs> prayer. Thank you. Thank you. Please in grace. Just a little grace for us, Jacob. Thanks. You know, I'm a dreamer, but my heart's of gold. I had to run away high so I wouldn't come home low. Just when things went right, it doesn't mean they were always wrong. Just take this song and you'll never feel left all alone. Take me to your heart. Feel me in your bones just one more night. And I'm coming off this long and winding road. I'm on my way. I'm on my way home. You could sweet home. You that's, could easily get away with that as a that oh, second yeah. one for sure. That second verse yeah. for sure. You could do tonight. That. Tonight I'm on my way. I'm on my way home, sweet home. There you go. Oh man, yeah. My heart's like an open book for the whole world to read. Sometimes yeah. nothing keeps me together. I think maybe I would go with "Winds of Change" by Scorpion. Oh, winds of yes! change! Winds of change! People just think you're drunk. <laughs> Because that's just like, the wind of change blows straight to the face of time. The window is open. Who left it there? Where is my dog? I follow the Moskiva down the Gorky Park, listening to the wind of change. An August summer night, soldiers passing by, listening to the wind of change. (laughs) The world is closing in. Did you ever think that we could be so close like brothers? The future's in the air. I can feel it everywhere. Blowing with the wind of change. <laughs> oh, man, that would kick asses, Grace. Take me to the magic of the moment on a glory night where the children of tomorrow dream away. Dream away oh. in the wind of change. You can point to the kids' table there. All right. You yes. can gesture to the kids' table. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. This year, it's wind of change. <laughs> That's gold. Winner. This year, it's wind of change. Challenge is wind of change. Can you get when? Can you get to that place? Can you get to the kids' table. Can you get to kids' table? <laughs> can you get to the point of the kids' table? Then you've won this year's Thanksgiving challenge. Congratulations! <laughs> this year it's wind of change, everybody. Wind of change. Take me to the magic of the moment on a glory night. As soon as you say glory, everybody's gonna be like, "Oh wait, it is a prayer." Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is gold. 
I like the I like the refrain too. Or the children of tomorrow share their dreams, share their dreams. Yes, yeah. and the fact you talk about soldiers and stuff there at the top yeah. and be like, oh, yeah. topical, topical, perfect. This is, this is happening. Perfect. And as soon as you say Moskiva, like no one is going to know what the fuck. Like they're going to think you're speaking Hebrew. Yeah, they're going to go, oh, we've got oh. a diverse culture thing happening. Gorky here. Park, I think there's a mispronunciation there. <laughs> um, it's right. pronounced Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, uh, Moskva. By the way, is a translation. Uh, it means Moscow. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Russian for uh, the city of Moscow. All right. Yeah. If you, you can change it to Moscow, you can get. Through, you can get. You can get. If that helps you. Yeah. Uh, it will not. It's topical. It's topical. <laughs> it's topical. Turkey just shot down a Russian plane. Oh. With a turkey. Guys, this year the turkeys have surfaced the air missiles. <laughs> Better watch out. Oh, we, we knew one year they'd fight back. Who's cooking who? <laughs> I'll pick a leg. <laughs> gobble, gobble, motherfucker. In Russia, turkey shoot at us. Guess what I'm going to do with this stuffing, white boy? <laughs> I'm going to make your guts look like cranberries. <laughs> Kaboom. All right, let's get us some scoop mail. <laughs> Message for you, son. Physical scoop mail. Oh, what? fuck yeah. I love physical, physical scoop season. mail. Is it ever the season? Uh, let's see. Here. Uh, real quick, while you're busting out the physical scoop mail, I just want to give a quick shout out to Elizabeth, who sent me an early birthday present. Oh, I'll show you guys real quickly. You can see. Oh, I thought you were about to pull out like a tattoo or something. Nope. <laughs> This is my birthday shirt. It says stop talking over Paul. Yeah, stop talking over Paul. This is an inside joke from the ice cream so or from the uh, Geek Shock podcast. Uh, <laughs> have uh, some of our fans that insist on calling Geek Shock the Paul Show. It's pretty hilarious. And the back of it says uglycouchshow.com, the Paul Show. It's pretty awesome. Oh, that's so cute. It's really, really funny. So thank you, Elizabeth. All right, so yet another Sarah sent us something, and it, she even had Amazon wrap it. She sent it through Amazon, and it's all gift-wrapped and everything. It says uh, on the tag, it says, Greetings, you lovable fucks. This should solve your phone-holding problems. Lovingly thrusting my tripod into your faces. Yet another Sarah. This is uh, really nice. This is really nice. Yeah, there's no way it's going to compare to a glow-in-the-dark mountain of mayonnaise. Uh, but it's wrapped really nice. Yeah, Paul's it's, only talking about the wrapping right now. I, well, I mean, that's all I can see right now. All right, uh, is this what I think it is? Is this that octopus holder? I think it's got to be the octopus. Oh, it's going to be awesome. It's a live octopus that it's we get the train octopus, to hold our guys. phones? Yep, it's a Christmas puss. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh yeah, and uh, again, don't forget, everybody, if you're in the Vegas area, December 10th, live reading and book signing at Barnes & Noble in Henderson for Christmas puss. Cool, yeah. Make sure you give nine. all the information over your crinkling wrap paper right. into your microphone. That's what I'm doing. All right, here we go. <laughs> give, give, me that, give me that box. I'll open that box while you read this yeah, one this for is, the next thing. It's locked. Okay, here we go. So we have another thing. Uh, Dearest Matt, Paul, and Jacob, in episode 175, Paul recounted his attendance at the Black Label Bacon event with RJ. Hearing his joyous appreciation of the delicacy of bacon, caramel corn in the elevator, I knew I had to send you this package. I work at Mom and Pop Coffee Shop in East Peoria, Illinois, call, or at a Mom and Pop Coffee Shop in East Peoria, Illinois, called Yeasels. 
Express yourself, smile, a latte. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Y or E Y S A L. Oh, shit. The owner roasts proprietary blends of coffee in house and also makes gourmet flavored popcorn under our East Peoria Popcorn Company label. Inside this box, please find and share our delicious bacon cheddar cheese corn, country maple bacon caramel corn, and our exclusive blend, Harley Mix, which is a Chicago style cheese and caramel blend with the addition of bacon. Holy fuck! Paul's just orgasm. I his lost my shit. Oh, is this the Harley mix? No, that's this the, the bacon uh, cheddar. Fucking yeah. hell, uh, Matt. Yeah, I assure you, this flavor combination is most definitely rare and appropriate. The addi- agreed, <laughs> agreed. The addictiveness of this tasty treat is the reason I only sent one bag to share, as this is my one downfall to staying true to nutrition eating. I hope you all enjoy this treat. As a thank you for putting your podcast on the interwebs and allowing your scoops to indulge in laughter. Thanks for the heads up on those upcoming stories, too. Cautiously fucking you and your bacon-flavored popcorn-filled faces so as not to cause asphyxiation. Toby, a.k.a. Ice Blue Scoop, Apostle nice. of Peace in the United Church of Bacon. Thank you, Toby. Nice. Thank you so much. Dude. This is very rare. You fucking came through. This. Holy shit. Uh, apparently, yet another Sarah thought that you guys needed uh, four of these uh, iPhone holders. Wow. Holy shit. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. The Grip Tight Gorilla Pod Stand. The Joby. No, this actually really helps. I had an idea of like basically we should just bring up the Hey Scoops channel and the Bucket Show channel and just show two channels that people can watch at the same time. Dude, did I tell you that one of our listeners who came to the Bucket Show? talked about that's how he watches the show he sets up two he sets up his iPod or his uh, his iPad and his phone, phone to do different channels and watches both of the recorded channels to see both angles of the show simultaneously that's insane oh, that's right? awesome it's amazing I was like yeah. fuck Awesome. All right. Well, now we got. It. Now we can. Well, figure it we out. can make that happen. Now. And oh, the truth is, is, we can awesome. still do it all off our own Twitter channels. If we did it all off of Matt, we can do it off the C Matty D, the famous Paul, Hey Scoops, and Bucket Show. Yeah, we, we just want to make sure hours. that one of them is uh, going to catch. Yeah, well, we can set up catch accounts for all of them. Then there you go. Yeah. Shit. Man. As of right now, all of our shows are still at catch with a K. Catch dot me. What's that? Slash. What's that flavor you got this there? Is, this is maple, uh, maple country maple bacon. And what do you got? Here's you got the, the mix. Uh, got the Harley, Harley mix. mix. I need the Harley mix. All right, here we go. I gotta make <laughs> this happen. Here we go. Holy crap! Uh, thank you guys so much. Wow. That's very nice. That of you. is awesome. Thank you for the popcorn and for the uh, mic holders. And best, we got best fans on the interwebs, y'all. Yeah, we've got more physical best scoop listeners. mail coming uh, with tomorrow's show too. Great! It's a <sighs> teaser for Matt and Paul. Oh man, more mail! Can you believe it? We're gonna have more mail. Oh, oh! Paul's not even. Oh. Paul doesn't hear a word we're saying. Paul's done. Mm. Oh. I hope you guys didn't want to hear anything else from Paul for the rest of the show. Okay, so this is where it's, it's not geek shock. You can't, you can't just eat the mic the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. So that Harley mix is, yeah, it's good. Really good. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Uh, we got an email here. Just want to make sure it was awesome. It is good. <laughs> We got an email here from a retired colonel in the U.S. Air Force. Oh, oh yes. the Harley Mix has some of those in there now, too. <laughs> I just retired some colonels. <laughs> to my gut. <laughs> Guys, I can't tell you. I said I quit. 
<laughs> Guys, in terms of you know assessing food addiction, I can't tell you how happy Paul is right now. <laughs> like Paul is as happy as I've ever seen him out of recording, <laughs> eating the Harley Mix popcorn. Wow, this is this is happier than Paul was when we started seeing like people putting donations in on Patreon. All it takes is a little <laughs> little sugar and salt, and I'm good. <laughs> simple man just need some aerated corn uh, <laughs> <laughs> my feet need <laughs> these, these corns need aerating, you need aerating. Somebody aerate put some caramel corn. on this <laughs> yuck All right, so caramel is- corn feet I looked over this email. This email is uh, fantastic. We talked about... We, someone sent in a very nice uh, corrective note about something we said. And I said, if you're going to correct us, please do it in this way. We had, we had another good, very informative uh, corrective note here All from right. uh, from an Air Fo- former Air Force guy. Retired, yes. Retired Retired Colonel. Retired yeah. Colonel. Well, we got a new... Colonel little, John. You know, we're not going to stay on the, the world events or politics stuff, but we did talk a little bit about... Who, the world events in politics. The world, yeah, and, and ISIS and who's doing these bombings and we stuff. We got sidetracked he, a little bit last. So week. he uh, he wanted to make sure we understood what he understood. Uh, I'm I'm I can't wait to hear this actually. All right, uh, just a note about terrorists. Uh, this is in reference to PSS. How is that even possible? And ICS tits appointed. Uh, that that makes sense because uh, uh, I was wondering how I was wondering why he had written in just about what we said, but that makes sense. He's referencing both shows now. Yeah. Uh, all right. So suicide bombers are generally not undereducated and poor. Uh, those types uh, are found in the rock throwers of Palestine. Studies have shown the suicide murderers are well educated and well off relative to the society they are from. They are actually religious fanatics that had both the time and education to be fertile ground for the gang slash cults. The perpetrators of 9-11 and the outrages in Spain and France were courageous martyrs for their beliefs, uh, need I say more about the poisonous aspects of religion. For the larger picture, see my article in the USAF Air and Space Power Journal. And, uh, and we'll put a link on that. Yeah, we got, uh, we got a link here that we'll throw up here. Uh, uh, social a, media. In a nutshell, we are not part of the fundamental conflict. We are a mirror or billboard, the various terrorist groups used to show their status to others in the Muslim world, adolescent posturing for the home audience. They really don't That's get- huge. That point is yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. And that was and, and and as much as I kind of understood that, hearing it phrased that way was really like ah uh, like That's a, a good was, way to put it. It's it was a real light bulb yeah. moment. So just read yeah. it. I'm sorry Jacob, but just like a, like yeah, a, read like, that a again, like a bad school teacher make you read it again. Uh In a nutshell, we are not part of the fundamental conflict. We are a mirror or billboard the various terrorist groups use to show their status to others in the Muslim world. Uh, Think adolescent posturing for the home audience. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. That really lets you know, like, how the fuck do we get out of that? It's really that makes that really I think illustrates how hard it is to get out of shit. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, They really don't care if there's a mosque in Peoria. Uh, but they do care about winning the argument about who's right within their society. Taking off on a Kingston Trio tune, the Sunnis hate Shia, the Persians hate Arabs. They just don't like others very much. It's not a clash of civilizations or Islam against the West. It's an internal bout of insanity, and we are the collateral damage. More so since we've chosen to get involved in this shit and not just stand on the sidelines until they beat each other into a pulp. Or the Parisians uh, slash, or sorry, the Persians slash Turks uh, finally step back in and reconquer the Arab idiots. Racist, maybe, but Arab and Sunni seem to be the common denominator here. Just don't let them get near your face. 
duck and cover. And that's uh, from uh, retired Air Force Colonel John. And that's tough talk. I mean, even in the end, it's, it's tough talk to hear from as an outsider. I, you know, he's speaking from a very different place than us, you know. Sure. Uh, but nonetheless, it, I found this... Uh, uh, it, it it put it put uh, an understanding on this that I didn't have that I was trying to figure out, and uh, it makes the insanity make a little more sense and unfortunate and dire. <laughs> well, we we do have a habit of not paying much attention to the people that have been over there actually actually uh, doing things. Right. We we yeah. have a bad habit of listening to politicians. We have a bad habit of listening to experts, and, and I'm trying to make that sound like I'm saying it in quotes because I am. Uh, but we, we don't do a whole lot of listening to soldiers that are actually over there. Well, that's a lot of what happened with the Iraq situation. Yeah. Sure. If you watch, uh, there's a couple of great documentaries on that where they had outside guys come in to try and, you know, yeah. fix it. And fix these it. are straight up politicians who just flew in from Washington. And it's like, guys, you've had people here who have been on the ground for years yeah. Yeah. that know the situation. And they just don't. They don't listen. And to you're them. a state senator from Wyoming, right? It's just they, you know. I'd be curious. Uh, I'd be curious. Uh, did this? Did this? Uh, did this guy go under a scoop name, or did he give his name? Uh, it, it's just uh, I've, I've been calling him Colonel John. Okay, cool. So Colonel John, if you are listening, I'd be curious what you think is the solution, even if it's long term. I'm curious. I am too. Thank I'm, you, Cur- uh, Colonel John. Thank you, Colonel John. And then, if you didn't have a scoop name, you do now. You're Colonel John. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for writing that in and and and, uh, and posting the article. And we'll post the article as well. It's a it's a really great breakdown of situations and and, yeah. uh, and super helpful. And Colonel John, if Duck and Cover was supposed to be your scoop name, sorry about that. Oh, because I'm not sure if Duck and Cover is a scoop name or just the last sentence. Colonel John's so much cooler sounding. I like Colonel John though. Yeah. Maybe uh, it's Colonel John Duck. Colonel John Duck and Lieutenant Cover. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, Starsky and Hutch was a TV show. Why isn't Duck and Cover? <laughs> Why isn't there a cartoon of like making fun of crime shows in a cartoon called Duck and Cover? Yes, That's a good idea. A buddy cop cartoon. A buddy mm-hmm. cop cartoon. Duck and duck Cover. And cover. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them's a duck. Yeah, yeah. One of them's a fucking duck, Paul. Yeah. And the other one's just a bed sheet. Oh, <laughs> oh, a duck in a bed sheet. A duvet. A, du- a duvet. Duck and duvet. Oh, my God. An actual duck and a duvet yeah. fight crime. Yeah. I am on board. Solve crime board. in the woods. I'm on- Solve crime in the woods. Yeah. Of course, forest crime. Because there's nothing more pressing right now <laughs> than forest crime. Who's shit in the woods over here? Adult Swim, Bear, if you're listening. I'm looking at you. Oh, Adult Swim, if you're listening, uh, we, would like to, uh, yeah. <laughs> we would like to, to uh, propose... Duck and cover. Duck and yeah. cover. The story of a blanket and a mallard. TM. Fighting crime. TM. Yeah, if anyone's listening, we just want to make this. Yeah, we just want to do duck and cover. We could write this. Paul and I could write this in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. We wrote half of it already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the pitch we're, is We're done. starting off with a racist joke. on the What does cover sound like? Well, if he's a duvet, I think he'd be a little French. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Man. This I thing like writes it. itself now. Yeah. Uh, we got one here from Das Scoop. Das scoop. Hello, you light and delightsome gentlemen. It's a racist Mormon thing. I, I don't get it. Uh, Tis I, the ex, uh, uh, the uh, resident ICS ex Mormon. I've decided that I want to give the diet a go. I was listening to Sunday school the other week and heard that Penn was going back on potatoes for two weeks, and I intend to do so right alongside you. 
I'm not too overweight. I'm 6'2 at 215, uh, but it seems like a better idea to, to deal with it before it becomes more of a health risk. Uh, that's probably fair. Uh, my question is, how do you prepare said potatoes? Did you folks only eat them baked, or did you mix things up a little bit with the occasional mashed potato? And was there a specific kind of t- potato I should eat? I almost said tomato. It's a different diet. Um, maybe those are stupid questions, but I'm a detail-oriented person. Fucking you in your amelice, amelice soaked mouth holes, da scooped. And uh, amylase is the enzyme in saliva that begins to break down starches into simple star- into simple sugars. Mm. Oh, good. Did he write that himself? He did. Nice. I love people explain jokes that would definitely go over our heads. Yep. It's good. Uh, I will tell you that Penn did not go back on potatoes. That uh, I was talking about this week that he does now what he calls his half, half-assed fast, or he calls his half-assed. Um, I call it the half-assed fast. He calls it half-assed. Uh Penn just goes uh, for very long periods of time without eating, and he said he had the same results as potatoes. Okay. Okay. Cool. He's, I think he's been doing like every like eighteen hours, or two days like or that. so. Oh, okay. No, no, no not even that long. That's what I mean, like, like half fast. So he just he does he just waits a very long time. That's good. Uh, I, that is something that I still have a bit of from the diet. Yeah. The two great things that have came that came from the diet, even though. I'm off the diet. Sure. Uh, the two great things that came from it was my allergies improved dramatically. Right. And um, I can go a long time without eating now if I have to. Yeah. Or even if I just want to feel better for a little while. Yeah, I don't worry. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't yeah. worry. Go like, oh, like, oh shit, that, it's time eat. for breakfast. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> or not. It's time for what? Yeah. There's no, yeah, whenever. Oh shit, I got to the airport. I won't have time to. And then I'm like, oh, just don't get even. on your plane. Yeah, just do your right. thing. Go. Have some water. You're good. Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll get food when you need food. Yeah, I got I got a little a little something still stored up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Um. So yeah. So I'll just let you know that. Uh, Preparation for you. You do I a can lot tell of baked. You that, I can tell you that Ray hates that 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 most people's takeaways is doing this two weeks of potato thing. Ah. Uh, because it it's not a necessity of his diet. You know, and, and when I went through his diet, it was like multi-phased. Yeah. Penn's books coming out is going to break down the diet incredibly. Um. Mm-hmm. For those of you who. Who are wondering, um, and why we don't talk about it super specifically? Because there are two books coming out, and right. giving it, giving it, giving it, bringing it all down completely on a podcast is uh, spoiler. Not good for it's not, counterintuitive. Not, no, it's counterintuitive for people. Put, to the people put in a lot of effort into making this happen. Well, he's just asking about preparation. Yeah, and so I'll just tell you that, like you know, it just the, the it one is that you 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 won't like switching over to. to Firm and, and like vegan food right away if you're used to it. You're, you're addicted to salt, fat, and sugar. And so why not just say fuck it? So like that's why the two weeks of potatoes really works is that like you're basically just trying to break your body of its old taste. You're trying mm-hmm. to like get it, get your palate down. You're trying to dial back down your palate. Detox the palate. Detox the palate. And so that when you do actually taste real food for the first time, you're like, whoa. And you, and as famously, and, and as Penn's told the story on his interviews, he's talking about me, which is like when I ate corn, I thought it was like a joke. Like I thought someone had pranked me and gave me like candy corn. Mm-hmm. I never, I couldn't believe how sweet and amazing corn was when I ate it after these potatoes. And so, because uh, I got my taste buds back. Yep. And so then all of a sudden, and I didn't, I never, I didn't go to any kind of substitute meat or fake meat or vegan, vegan chicken parm or vegan spaghetti meatballs or whatever. Turkey. I didn't go into any tofurkey thing. I still don't go into any kind of tofurkey thing. Um, I didn't do any kind of meat substitute the entire 90 days. It was just it was just about trying to get new food and get a new palate. Mm. Um, and why the potato thing works is that 
uh, you can't live potatoes for a very long time just potatoes because you would eventually become eventually become deficient and stuff. Yeah. But it would take a lot longer than you think it would to become deficient. And um, when you don't add any kind of butter or oil or any kind of fake butter, when you don't add any kind of uh, stuff to it, when you just when you just use non no salt but just spices or whatever you want to put on there, um, and you don't and you and you don't fry, um, you can bake, nuke, boil, or raw. You just can't get two thousand calories in you can't. You just can't. Nope. You there's no way you will get physically bags full. Of and that's why it's the why why it's a joke and why it's potato. You just can't do it. You yeah. cannot get. Uh, you cannot go past two thousand calories of potatoes. It's just fucking impossible. So basically, you did anything but fry. Correct. Yeah. You want no oil. Starch. Everyone says about like it's a carb. It's a starch. A starch will only act as a starch if you give it something to store. If you eat potatoes with nothing gotcha. to store, it will not store. Oh, that's interesting. So it'll just go through your system like food. So you just cooked it anyway with frying it and then used non-salt spices. Yeah. There you go. Mrs. Dash makes like eight varieties of mm-hmm. no no salt spices. Yep. And, uh, uh, Tony Sashery's makes it a no salt yeah. spice as well. It's great. I steamed them for a while. Then I got to the point where I just nuked them. Yeah. Easy as pie. Oh, yeah. Good to go. And there's even uh, there's like some gadget a friend of mine got it from Bed Bath and Beyond he did it and uh, you can like um, slice them thin and microwave them and they come out like chips the tater wave because you miss crisp oh uh, yes uh, yeah you that's... miss you miss crisp there's a get, mushy when you, when you eliminate quality. oil when you eliminate oil from your system you don't get a lot of crisp yep um, and so that was a good that was a good that was a good item all right enough of that bullshit uh, I've got another one here I accidentally put another one in from Das Scoop uh, but oh you're on it. a fucking roll. I'm going to read it anyway, even though I put it in and I don't usually do this. Uh, so here's one from Das Scoop. Hello again, my good gentleman. I've attempted to tongue-tie proof the following to make things easier for Jacob. So good luck, Jacob. Thank you. Uh, I'm writing to tell yet another tale of my stupidity before I left the Mormon church. This time I'd like to tell you about the time a lovely young woman that thought we were getting married because we slept together. Uh... Okay. Between the last story and this horrifying event, I had made the wonderful decision to go to Brigham Young University, Idaho, because I was a dumbass. <laughs> you went to the wrong Brigham Young? It, there's only one. Maybe. And that's it. The podcast is over. We yeah. just brought it to a halt. <laughs> Why does it say we Idaho? Just, Maybe sounds- he tried to put I don't know and autocorrect made it Idaho. I don't know. Idaho. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go okay. with he tried to say, I don't know because I was a dumbass. Okay. There we go. Uh, it wasn't as bad as you might think. Uh, aside from it being... Uh, no, no, Idaho, yeah. Aside from it being in Idaho and the ridiculously strict rules like no shorts, no intimacy past making out, a curfew at midnight, no members of the opposite sex in bedrooms of the apartments, no drinking, no facial hair, and no men with long hair. Scratch that. It was awful. Wait, is Brigham Young University in Idaho? I think he's saying there's another campus. You know, there's many. There's a lot of a lot of schools have multiple campuses. Right. Yes, I don't know. They're their main campus. Brigham Young is mainly online now, right? No, they're like Phoenix. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> University of Phoenix. <laughs> no, Brigham Young is absolutely. Yeah. Nah, I'm being silly. I know. I don't know. And ah. we're just we're just this scoop mail. Now this, now we know why we don't have a two. Scoop mail policy because this <laughs> second one has just brought this podcast to a fucking halt. 
<laughs> well, Jacob does research now as to whether it's an Idaho campus of Brigham Young. Throw on the brakes. So um, what's the next thing? What else was he doing? I don't know. Uh, well, what's, <laughs> read on. Uh, let's see. Uh, BYU-Idaho has an especially interesting reputation amongst Mormons. Oh, uh, with the nickname with with the nickname BYU I do. People meet, date for a few weeks, and get engaged, and that's not an exaggeration. I was fortunate enough to meet a girl who was smart, beautiful, funny, and didn't have a stick the size of a of a steeple shoved up her ass like most Mormons do. Uh, that's a dead giveaway. <laughs> we would drink every so often and break curfew, but during spring break, neither of us went home, and all of her roommates were gone. Obviously, after a few months, we were clearly madly in love with each other. Uh, because we were stupid sex star of Mormon college oh, students. Oh, yeah. Here so comes I went over to spend the night. Dry hump action right here. He's about to bring them come. So I went over to spend the night a few times that week. Everything was fine until she told me that she wanted to, or oh. she wanted me to meet her parents when they came up to visit. That, is, that, is that code for anal? <laughs> it's time to uh, meet my parents. <laughs> Everything is code for anal. <laughs> I didn't think much of it. She met my mom brother. Mom is my left butt cheek and dad is my right. <laughs> She's got tats on there. It's mom and dad. Uh, Time for you to meet my parents. Time to meet my parents. Boom. Drops the drops trowel. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? Yep. I think you need to give them a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a butt hug. I didn't think too much of it. She met my brother and his family who lived there. Uh, so I went to dinner. After the usual chatting, our relationship came up, and they asked us when we were going to set a date. I have no idea how I managed to avoid choking to death on whatever I was eating. Oh. But I was able to put on my best poker face and look at her for an answer. She said we hadn't talked about it yet, but we were going to in a week or two. Ah, shit. Jesus. Which was news to me. I then got told. Well, she was going to talk about it in a week or two. (laughs) Yeah. I then got told how wonderful it was that I was going to be joining the family and how much they were looking forward to the wedding. I don't believe in God, but if there's evidence for his existence, it's in the miracle that I was able to avoid standing up and shouting, Nope! As I fled the scene. (laughs) (laughs) That is fucking crazy. Yeah. Nope! I mean, everybody's got a, a story of a psychotic episode where they went on a date with someone that turned out to be a little more psycho than, yeah. they, than they thought. Mm. But not a whole family. Yeesh. You know? Yeah. First time you meet them, can't well, wait we, for the wedding. Everyone, what? Everyone. They're we don't, all know, great. How, we don't know how crazy the family is The yet. first time you met them. The first time you met them, they said, well, welcome true. to yeah, the family. We're glad you're getting married. Yeah. That's how fucking crazy. Hello. But they don't know what the we, we don't know what the daughter had been had been telling the family the whole time. What oh. did that matter? The first time you met him, and I don't it's know, like, yeah, I don't know why I'm defending the family. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Jacob and the Vanna. Maybe they're not so bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> I've had, on, I've hold had hold those on, times on. when I've had people come over and be like, I w- I wish I could marry him right now. <laughs> the family of this scoop's ex girlfriend couldn't be that bad. <laughs> I know from this letter. <laughs> it's time for Jacob's Apologist Corner with Jacob. <laughs> and, you know, they probably meant well. That's been Jacob's Apologist Corner <laughs> with Jacob. Halfway through it, he says, wait, I, why, why do I do it? Uh, we got back to her apartment, and I learned that because we'd had sex, we had to get married. Oh, shit. So I guess she did tell them a thing or two. I guess so. 
Gentlemen, don't judge me, but I went full asshole so that she would be the one to dump me. I don't judge. Yeah, <laughs> other girls are judging. Right That's a girl judgment yeah. thing. How dare he? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, you, so, you, so you did take my advice and go anal. <laughs> like, went full anal. You're going to want to break up now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't return calls often enough. I let her find topless pictures of my exes on my laptop. Anything. Eventually, oh, she that's tear- messed up. <laughs> that's weird. That's now I am judging you. Well, that's a many, hard way, man. Well, that's pretty tough, Matt. 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 He's probably not that bad. <laughs> this has been Jacob's Apologist Corner with Jacob. Uh, eventually, she tearfully called off our unilateral betrothal, and I was free. Oh, no need to worry though. I didn't learn my lesson and leave the church. I went on uh, a more mission for ten days. That ended well. I think you'll probably want to be spared the details of that one. It wasn't funny. It was profoundly unpleasant. So, the happy moral of the story is that I eventually got got out unmarried and unmormoned. The best part is that now when I have sex, uh, I'm not automatically engaged. Fucking you in the face, which is actually a legally binding betrothal. <laughs> da scoop. Oh, man, that is nutty stuff, man. If you like it, then you better put your dick in it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, um, the, yeah. I don't see no dick in his mouth. I went on one date with a Mormon girl when I was, I don't know, in high school sometime. Yeah. And uh, literally, one date. We went out one time. And? We had been buddies for a while. We decided to go out on a date. We didn't like. We didn't really hit it off on the date. It was kind of weird because we we had already been friends, and so we're like, "Yeah, fuck it. We're gonna go back to just being friends." Like that is where the relationship ended. The next day, three of her brothers came up to me, oh, who I also shit. knew, and uh, v- very nice. They they weren't they yeah. weren't uh, aggressive or anything. Very nice. Uh, they kicked the living shit out of me. <laughs> they just beat me to a pulp. But um, they they came up to me and they were all very much like um. You know, we, we've spoken to our parents, and uh, we all like you, uh, but we do all need to know, and it's not just us, it's not just the three of us, uh, we all, like, as a family, we all need to know what your intentions towards uh, this this girl is. Wow. Jesus. I was like, and you just went out once? We went out one time. Did you bone? No. Oh, man. I don't think we kissed. Holy smokes. Like, I think we hugged goodnight at the end of the night when we yeah, were, like... Yeah, but not as hug. <laughs> yep. Honestly, honestly, anyone listening, if you've ever hugged Jacob, you you want to marry him. You yeah. want him in your family with that yeah. hug. Mm-hmm. He has just an... Un- it's a universe when that, in that hug. It feels like autumn. Yeah, I was going to say autumn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to say autumn. <laughs> I was going to say early fall, but you, put, you said it better. Um... Uh, also, a uh, hug is code for anal. <laughs> <laughs> All the leaves are brown. <laughs> and the sky is brown. And the sky is brown. Uh, There's something brown. <laughs> Last day was day night, but it was... more brown. It was, uh, it was, it was autumn. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was bad timing in terms of where we were in the month, and so it was autumn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pound you in your brown. <laughs> He's gonna pound you in his brown. <laughs> um. That song was written by a man who had a consensual sexual relationship with his daughter for 18 years. Oh, so gross! Yep. Oh, so <laughs> gross! 
It is gross and true. Here's the yep. thing. Here's what I'm curious about now. If, if if that is commonplace among the Mormon culture, that you get married that quickly, you get engaged mm-hmm. that quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. I know, I know the joking-wise, I knew it was that severe. I didn't know it was actually that severe. He's, he yeah. said in the, in the email there that that was something having to do with that area. Something about that well, BYU-Idaho. This was connected to that story I was telling you about from NPR about the right. break-off Mormon cult. Yeah. This woman who he, who left him... His yeah. wife who left him was only like 25 and already had five kids. They were oh. married when they were like 15. Well, I mean, I know I've heard, you know, there's different articles about, uh, you know, you basically in order to have the numbers for your religion, you have to reproduce and raise the children within the religion, mm-hmm. you know, especially for the smaller religions. It's a big factor yeah. right, how you gain numbers and, and growth. Um, so the pressure Works to well have Catholics, it's for sure a pyramid yeah. scheme. Oh, and then so when you wait... <laughs> If you wait, uh, this is hilarious, <laughs> Paul Mattingly, <laughs> Paul Mattingly's four inches of laziness, <laughs> Paul's fucking sticky note just fell on the floor, he looked down, and rather than reach it, he grabbed his phone and tried to stick his phone to the sticky part of the sticky note to pick it up off the floor. I almost did it too, but it wasn't me darn kids. <laughs> and the math of how many failed attempts equal is just better to reach down and grab it without the phone. It's three. It's three. Three. <laughs> three is the appropriate number. If you had done it on the first one, you would look like a genius. Yeah, but it fell down. One failed attempt. It was like, why the fuck are you not just getting it with your hands? Well, I should have known that the sticky would let me down because it fell off already. So <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't sticky enough. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm curious. I'm curious about the divorce rate. Is if it's higher or, or the same or lower than the average relationship? Because this launching into marriage right away thing is kind. It's actually if you take the religion aspect away from it, is fascinating. Yeah. Like it is something that is as as dead serious or equally dead serious as it is anywhere else in any other religion or, or non-religion. Right. And yet they just fucking launch into it. Like, oh, you want to bang? Get married. And yet yeah. they somehow. These children and all stuff come out of the deal. What the heck is the is 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 the health of that those types of relationships? Because I think I mean it's a it's a, it's a bit of a grab bag. I think there's been studies done, and I, I mean I haven't looked at these this stuff for a while, but there's you know the arranged marriage thing and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. it's almost I don't know. You never know what can come up. Yeah. So you're no. almost just as well just like. What's that? There's a new fucking stranger marriage show on TV right now, isn't there? Maybe, but you know, I, I have friends. I have friends who've gotten engaged after months. Uh, not 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 like four months, but I've had you know less than a year. Oh yeah, we, I think Ann and I were engaged after just under a year, maybe just over. Right. But it was, was like you kind of know. This shows uh, 1999 study had the Mormon divorce rate at 24. Mm, percent That's pretty low. 21 percent for Catholics. Um. Yeah, I don't know if that's. I don't think it's still fifty fifty. I don't think it's still fifty percent like in the in, in the regular world. I think it's it, it's, it's less now, right? Yeah, it's, I think and I think it's like certain things have come out that shows actually a lot less. Yeah. Uh, than what we thought. Um. Well, because people stop getting married. So for it looks like. Yeah, I think I think that's true too. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's about. Uh, I think it's probably about regular. I think it's probably the regular rate, which is fascinating. 
Yeah. Like people just fucking steamroll into marriages and stay married 75% of the time. That's crazy. Well, it's like, I mean, it's like any other religion in that, you know, there are going to be people that are really hardcore about certain aspects of it. Like, the Mormon church really does not like getting divorced. They don't like divorces at all. And so, I mean, there are going to be members of the church that are very adamant about that. They say, you know, no matter how bad my relationship is, I can't get a divorce because God hates getting divorces. No, also, and then but, there are going to be other people that are much more kind of mainstream in their thoughts on it. Well, so I'm I'm curious about one of the, just even just an example of one of those probably end up being fine. <clears throat> that it's not just about fear of fear of God and divorce, but actually about health. They actually they did rush into it just so they could fuck each other, right? But, but lo and behold, we actually do get along really well, and we're we're a fine couple, and yeah. we enjoy our family. Well, what was that hilarious article I saw? In, uh, but they would just describe like we describe like a typical relationship. You know, it just goes to different phases, and, and the getting to know you phases happen differently. Yeah. You know, they they there's there's so much discovery there in the marriage that they, it is working out. It's crazy, and I can only tell you that I, you know I've knew my wife and I were together for six years before we got married. Oh wow, yeah, and uh, that's about how long SJ and I were together. And uh, it is crazy. Like the marriage is different than the relationship. It just is mm-hmm. different. It's crazy. It's crazy. There's so many different things about it, uh, especially especially becoming parents. Oh, I'm oh sure. yeah. Yeah, this article says that the Mormon divorce divorce rate is about in line with everybody else. Okay. The, uh, what was it? Onion article, woman That's points for Mormons, by the way. Woman oh, overjoyed sure. that she found her uh, soulmate in this exact same economic strata and hometown area that she was from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, it's all who you know. It, Life, baby. Who you know. <laughs> There you go, Paul. That's what we were looking. We we're looking for a nice little bow to put on this. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We fucking nailed it. Paul Manley knocking out of the park again. <laughs> Life is all about who you know. Guys, first I pick up my sticky <laughs> note with my phone, and then I figure out life's about who you know. Holy shit. Paul, I'm so proud of you. Come here, let me give you a hug. Oh, Autumn. Marry him. <laughs> It feels Marry like him. autumn. Marry him. Mm. And in your butt. All, All right. the leaves up <laughs> in my butt. Versus Nerd. Nerd. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Uh, we got a Jock versus Nerd here today from a P4 Scoop Sunday. A what? A P4 Scoop Sunday. P4 Scoop Sunday. Yep. P4? P space? P4 Scoop Sunday. Like the number four. P4. P-E-A-F-O-U-R Scoop Sunday. Okay. There you go. Do I get it? Uh, no. Okay. Great. I, I don't get it. Okay, good. Uh, hello, my glorious podcast overlords. I submit to you an email in three parts. One part jock versus nerd, one part a probably terrible skit idea, and one part <laughs> shameless adoration and ball washing. Okay. Skit These parts. Idea. This person is is not uh, warned ahead of time. But when it comes to com- pitching comedy bits, we are allowed to go full force. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome We're, to the Terra Dome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These parts will be addressed in reverse in reverse order. Okay. 
Uh, so this should be uh, shameless adoration and ball washing first. Then let's oh, see. Here we oh, go. good. That'll help. That'll help you out with your with your bit pitch. Mm-hmm. Yep. The shameless adoration and ball washing will be brief but heartfelt, and hopefully everyone enjoys themselves. Well, stop narrating already and get to it. <laughs> I see as quickly ascended to the top of my podcast listening order. After much casting about for additional content to listen to while commuting and doing chores around the house, I want to just ride my bike into traffic. So, between mostly ICS, PSS, and other podcasts which will go unnamed here, my will to live is buoyed and the machine keeps turning. All three of you are tremendously gifted and have wonderful chemistry, especially Jacob and reading aloud. And that really (laughs) comes through clearly on the podcast. It's a joy to listen to a podcast where it truly is about having a good time while hopefully putting a few bucks in your pocket at the same time. Plus, Paul laughs like Frank Gorshin about half the time, and it makes me very happy. There you go. All right. Moving on to part two. Terrible skit idea. Ready. Or maybe a great magic show idea. I don't know. (laughs) You should tell Ben... Oh, I will. Like a, uh, so basically, your show is just really bad ske- <laughs> sketches. <laughs> Those no, who can't is, do magic. Yeah, yeah. If this is a really good idea, if, you, if become, there was no magic in your show, it'd just be a failed comedy piece. Oh god! Now, <laughs> if, this, if this turns out to be a really good idea, it's going to quickly stop becoming this scoop's idea and become Matt's idea when he talks to Ben next. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's see what we got here. Open on a stage card that reads, The Great Judini. Okay. <laughs> Stop the Out. Best. <laughs> Out. The Great Judini. Followed Out. by an offstage announcement of the same. Instead of Q one Klez- Q Klezmer so band. Why? What the fuck? Why? For the people who can't read? Yes. <laughs> so, let's say this isn't just a, a race. The Great Judini. You th- you think you're the first one to think of Judini? Instead of one performer coming out, two come out from opposite ends of the stage, dressed like orthodox Harry Houdini. Meet in the middle and begin to argue about who's booked for that show. Spoilers, due to a booking error and sharing a stage name, they both were. I'm booked for this show. No, I'm the great Judini. It's me. It's my time to be doing my magics. Home run. (laughs) After realizing this, they both turn to the audience and begin their acts. One, uh, all the while talking... uh, It's got to be while all the while talking shit about the other uh, <laughs> the other during his performance. Oh, good. I.e., this motherfucker couldn't pull off a pass of his life depended on it. Look at this guy trying to get something out of his hat. <laughs> Not only do we have two competing stereotypes, but we're going to talk a bunch of inside magic baseball <laughs> at the same time. You couldn't make pull off a pass if you wanted to. Yeah. You That's... guys know what that is, right? <laughs> you call that a bank night? Oy. <laughs> That's about as far as I got with the idea, to be honest. Run with the magic, fellas! I I say the lightning, I say the bottle. Figure it out! out. Oh, shit. I just really like the idea of two people simultaneously having a terrible idea and running with it. And I hate the idea of Jews. (laughs) (laughs) I found Matt's new drop. 
possibly related in 2002, I wanted to start a rap group that dressed up like Transformers, obviously calling ourselves, Paul, do you have a guess? Optimus Rhyme. Yes! Uh, <laughs> nailed it! I think it's been done. That's the <laughs> problem. Oh, there we go. Much I thought it was going to call I Hate Puerto Rican. No, I hate Puerto Rican. That's Michael Bay's actual rap group. <laughs> Uh, much to my chagrin, someone had already come up with that idea. Yeah, that's been done. There you go. Yeah. Um, Amazingly, this one's still ripe, ripe for, for figuring it out. The great Giudini, though. Nobody's plucked that fruit. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much for taking time to write us. Uh, we talked it over and just due to time constraints and a couple of scheduling conflicts, it's just not right for us at this time. <laughs> not right for you, maybe. I'm going for it. I can't imagine anyone being upset about it. Comedically, we see this in someone else's voices besides Mad Max. (laughs) Uh, Have you gotten through all of the new Bob and David? No. There's only four episodes. I know, but I haven't gotten through it. Still no. It's gold. I know. It's gold, and it's so smart, and it's so fucky religion. It's great. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm in the middle of packing my entire house up so I've been gotcha. doing a lot it's, of leisure TV time it's so good it's so good Jack uh, versus nerd m- moving with uh, two kids is not nearly as good as Bob and David on Netflix I'll bet yeah once you're done you're yeah. gonna be like man this is better than what I just did this <laughs> <laughs> is way better no fun by by big amounts you can't pack anything with two kids because it gets unpacked yeah, they need it all do they oh, unpack yeah. it no, but I'm saying like they're just, oh. they're gonna, whatever like, you put away, they're going to need. Keeler's just like just just Murphy's law in a Murphy's law like way. Oh, sure. As soon as you put as something as away, it's like, like oh fuck, no, nah, I need that right. thing. Shit. Uh, Jock versus nerd. Jock question for Paul. Here we go. Question one: There is, an, is a historically great currently playing young baseball player who is on a career trajectory that places him solidly among names like Willie Mays, Ted Williams, and Mickey Mantle. To put that in pr- into perspective, uh, that would be like a rebel fighter pilot who had the early career of Luke Skywalker, Wedge Antilles, and Han Solo, but was on pace to be even better. Whoa, this guy knows his shit. Who is he? Hint. He plays for a team on the West Coast. He plays in the outfield, and his last name is something that can be found in a stream or lake. <laughs> That's good. Those that are helps. three excellent hints. Uh, okay. I knew it before the hints, but I like the hints. <laughs> is it uh, pebble, trout, fish, ripple? What? What are you? Are you guessing or are you naming? Yeah, I'm guessing. What's, what's funny about your guessing is you are right. Yeah, what I got we, one. Yeah, is it fish? No, nope. no, trout. Yes, yes. All right, Don Trout. <laughs> this is where it's gonna get hard. <laughs> Joey Trout. <laughs> Harry Trout. Harry Trout. <laughs> Sounds like a bad prank. That thing. is disgusting. <laughs> That's actually Judina's real name. I'm Harry Trout. Thank you. You've been wonderful. <laughs> I had to change my name from Judini to Harry Trout the Amazing because this fucked the bastard took I my had name. It first. You fuck you. You had it first. <laughs> Boy, he was right. He was. Yeah. He gold, was honest. Gold, gold. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Harry Trout. Tell him Harry Trout, not Judini. Harry Trout is the real magician Jew. Mike Trout. <laughs> Mike Trout is the guy's name. Yeah. Mike Hunt? Mike Hunt is the guy's name. 
Uh, Jock question two. There is a football player who is named after something that is not a space station. What is his name? Joe Satellite? No. Joe Shuttle? No. Dan? Are you serious right now? What? Should I know? Yes. Even even I got the Star Wars reference that he, that he, was, make, oh, that he was trying to make. Oh, Death Star. Yeah. Tommy Death Star? He, they said, oh, they they came out of the the light speed and were like... That's no moon. Yeah. That's a space station. So this is not a space station, so it's a... It's a moon. Yeah. It's Warren Moon. Warren Moon. There oh, you go. okay. This is a joke. They had it on Warren Moon, you dipshit. I, well, I thought... I... <laughs> the real Judini would have gotten that. I thought, yeah. oh, I thought you were talking about real space stations. I was going to be like, Larry Sputnik. <laughs> also Larry not Sputnik. a space station. That's what I mean. It wasn't a space station. I was going to say everything but the space station. Ken <laughs> International Space Station. No, that can't be right. He's a middle linebacker not. for the Dolphins. Ken International Space Station. That's just coincidence. Uh, Matt, <laughs> touchdown International Space Station. People are those fucking jerseys, International Space Station. <laughs> and no one makes any kind of space thing out of it. Never just, make any just, jokes yeah, about it. Just wears the jersey straight it's up. It's like that guy's that guy's play today. Yeah. You, you would you would say it was pretty phenomenal. For what a would, second round draft pick, I can't believe International Space Station is playing this well. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Some might say out of this world. Not me. But, uh, <laughs> oh, Terry, come on. I know. <laughs> sorry. It's absolutely, Terry. I'm sorry. Uh, International Space Station is having a really great year. I mean, he's, he's in orbit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Terry. I'm sorry. I mean, he's had, let's get real, a stratospheric rise oh, to fame. I'm Terry. sorry. I'm sorry. International Space Station is really circling the Earth with scientists inside of himself. Right, let's play this sports announcers again, but this time has two old Orthodox Jews. <laughs> You've seen this International Oi, Space Station Come on kid. with that. Huh? What? Oh, what? Come on. He's Stella, I'm telling you. Uh, all right, good. <laughs> Stella is all I was waiting for. You got it. <laughs> Thank you, Judini. No, no, I'm fucking Harry Trout, you son of a bitch. I always get you guys confused. It's this other fakakta schmug. He's the one that's. I beat you to the dot com. You beat me to the dot com. I'll beat you with my hat, you asshole. <laughs> the first good thing you've done with your hat in years. Oh, 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 he's talking about my hat bits right here on air. No professionalism with this Judini. <laughs> I should tell him how you make your leg disappear, huh? Oh, that's that's not fair. This is type 2 diabetes. Here we go. <laughs> well, I guess the cat's out. It's a wooden leg, there's, wouldn't you know? There's no trick. There's no trick. He pulls off his leg. <laughs> he pulls his fake leg off. Trick, ta-da. That's this Judini. There's your magic. Type 2 diabetes is the magic. When life gives you lemon, eh. Maybe hold off on the sugar. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Nerd me. Nerd me. We got to get out of here. Nerd question. Long. Uh, what is the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything? 42. Yep. Nailed it. 
Yeah. I live in Chicago and don't drink, smoke, or do drugs or gamble, but my wife loves Vegas. Hopefully when we can afford to get back out there uh, when we're done <laughs> shelling out for daycare, uh, you guys will still be up and running and not on to bigger and more lucrative things, and I'll be able to see your fine shows in person. In the meantime... Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say we hope you stay mediocrely successful <laughs> yep. so that I can go watch your small-time show? Yep. Uh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> on it. We got it. No worries there. Five-year plan, baby. You're good. Uh, in the meantime, if you're ever in Chicago and can spare the time, I would love to take you out to dinner somewhere rare and appropriate for Matt and a place where they have food for Paul. It kind of seems like Jacob will be fine as long as they have a bar, which being Chicago is everywhere, including the aforementioned daycare. This guy knows us. I mean, yeah, he it, knows us. Nailed it. Uh, thanks again for all you do, and that's a P for Scoop Sunday. I love Chicago. I, I, I would love to go to Chicago for some reason. Yeah. Love that city. It's Scoop, enjoyable. Scoop Fest Chicago. Scoop Fest Chicago. A lot, of, a lot of emails about pulling off different types of Scoop Fest. So we you, gotta, know, you know what we're not going to do, though, is yeah. a wintertime Scoop Fest Chicago. No. no go no ahead and put the kibosh aren't. on that right now. No, no fucking way. way. No way. Uh, Paul's drunk. <laughs> Paul's drunk on popcorn. Drunk on popcorn and water. I want to thank uh, Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. I also have some alleged facts I'd like to tell you about, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Sean Schmidt? Yes. Doesn't give a Schmidt about anything <laughs> we say about him. Uh, Susan, allegedly, by the light of the moon, yeah. turns into a swan. And ascends to the stars. Uh, <laughs> Shayla Bullock. Yeah. Uh, sweet, sweet Shayla Bullock. Lovely. Shayla Bullock is named after dog's testicles in England. Oh. Shayla. Shayla is the name of a dog testicle in England. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, Tara Ranke is a, an immigrant. Yeah. Um, but she's very patriotic. She came in from China, and she likes to call herself a ranky dude. <laughs> no! You couldn't even get it out. You couldn't even finish. Cause, cause my friend, my, my friend Nug sent me a link to this Why song from nineteen eleven. Part of the show. <laughs> He sent me this link to this song from 1911 called Chin Chin China Man. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. Oh, I got to tell you, I was up at uh, Boulder City. Yeah. And they have a uh, you know, vintage, uh, uh, a bunch of antique shops and vintage shops. Uh-huh. I found a, my wife and I found a minstrel album. Right? Oh, Black yeah. Blackface minstrel album. Stuff's out there. Bought that shit. Stuff's out but there. I was like, I'm not leaving without this <laughs> oh, record. Yeah. Uh, it's a good record. Uh... <laughs> They sound black and everything. Oh, man. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jacob dropped his fucking phone on that. They sound black and everything. (laughs) Ah, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Did you know uh, Steve Swenson? He actually... (laughs) Ranky Doodle Dandy, guys. Yeah, Steve Swenson, (laughs) he he sold a die box trick to the great Judini. <laughs> and I tell you, I paid way too much. <laughs> Never again. How did this become our most racist episode ever? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the not-so-famous Paul is secretly me, allegedly. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's you. He's me. Because right. it's, it's my true identity. The not-so-famous Paul. <laughs> Famous Paul is my secret identity. Stephen Eames? Mm-hmm. Allegedly. 
uh, banged Jamie Lynn Spears thinking it was Britney. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, that's easy to do. That's easy. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Beach. Have you ever been? No. Allegedly, <laughs> instead of sand, it's just dudes named Thomas. <laughs> you just walk, just, just walk all over them. them like, oh, oh. Put a beach chair down like, oh, yeah, like, oh, that really, oh my eye. <laughs> uh, I'm like, shut up, Thomas. Uh, I'm staying on Tom. I paid to stay on Thomas Beach. <laughs> the worst part is when the tide comes in. <laughs> <laughs> then Thomas. No, Beach. the worst part is when the tide goes back out. Oh, you're right. That's when it's real gross. There's a bunch of tough. dead, dead Thomas's. bunch of dead Thomases down there. Oh, no, <laughs> gross. gross. Oh, Steve Marinelli. I'm going to thank him, of course, aka at Steve the Comic on yeah. Twitter. Uh, our, our our scoop cruise mate uh, and a guy with great ideas for the new, for any kind of new scoop fest. He's writing us in with some ideas. Uh, allegedly, he's got uh, um, he's got four feet. Oh, four Ooh. feet. I like connected to him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, so he walks weird. I could believe that. That explains yeah. a lot. Uh, Timothy allegedly changed his name from Jimothy. Yeah. He was Jimothy. Yeah. And I was like, no. He's tired of getting his resume thrown right in the garbage. People are like, Jimothy. I'm not talking to I'm that not guy. Interview that guy. I'm not gonna walk up to a cubicle and go. You guys seen Jimothy? No, have you Jean Jimmy Jean? I'm not doing that shit all day. Have you Jean Jimmy Jean? Who else we got, Jacob? Uh, we got to thank Ryan Tate, Lemur Screamer Creamer, Ryer Rappler, and Selena, Sam, Sam Reed, Sarah Morin, Sarah Biz, Sarah Boyle, Scoop Choco Taco Bell, Scoop Squatch, Scoopy and the Beast, Scoop uh, Rick, uh, Scott Muldrig, Scott Pinyard, Scott Daughtery. Sean Katz, Sean McKinney, Sean Mountcastle, Six, Smitty Scoop, Sodpin, Stephen Landon, and Steve Demon. Steve Demon. Steve Demon. Uh, was Stanley Scooprick in there? Uh, was he? Uh, that's a good scoop name. If yeah, one. It is. Stanley Scooprick would make a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. If you want your scoop name or your real name read on air in some fashion, check out uh, patreon.com slash heyscoops. For those of you who have, uh, we broke the 4,000 plateau. Uh, for this month, which is crazy. We thank you so much so for your excited. generosity. You guys are the best. Uh, we'll continue to work hard for you and get out those rewards and everything. Uh, I just want to thank the Visual Mafia, the Audio Mafia, all of our social media team, and of course, the listeners. Thank you for being Scoops Ice Cream Socialists, Ice Cream Socialites, and thank you for being the Ice Cream Sandwich. Continue the obelisk scheme. Tell one friend. Yeah, subscribe. Oh, and if you haven't, uh, go on iTunes because we're going to start advertising. Please uh, give us some five-star reviews. We have a lot up there, but we could always use more. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for those reviews. We are starting to advertise, and uh, we need good reviews. Do it, Jack. Come to see it. We'll see you soon. Maple bacon popcorn. Where did you get this water tank? <laughs> I got huh? on sale. Oh, you got it where? On sale. On sales? But on a boat? No. <laughs> garage sale, you jackass. You bought this water tank at a garage sale? I'm supposed to trust a garage sale water tank <laughs> with my life? Yes. Oh, you're trying to kill me, Judini. It's true. There <laughs> should it be only one. There is only one. Oh. There's Judini. And there's Harry Trout. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hate somebody so much.